Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. This week is number 31. Um, a very exciting number for no reason whatsoever. And But one good number, I've got to say, is that we're all here. Six. All six of us. Number six. Six is the magic number. How are we all? Some of us were a little bit late. Mally's had some internet issues, haven't you, Mally? I have. My internet was off. So some digestion the, issues yeah. as well, haven't you? I, 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 do you know what? Now you've what? said that, it's just landed. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't tell everybody that we've sat for the last five minutes and watched you like wolf down your fish. Just watch Mally eat. Yeah. In fast motion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have to oh. rush off quickly, we'll know what it is. We all are right, gents. Right. Cheers. Yeah. 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 Cheers. Anybody got anything they want to share this week that they've been up to? I've had the shits. Oh. <laughs> where, Darren, where did you have it? Where? Oh, oh no, no, I should have said that. I should I? Yeah. What did you have to you do? Need to. <laughs> you need to you, share. We, you, we don't need, need, we don't need to go there. Let's just say there was complications going to work. You didn't get caught short anywhere, did you? Plaster his bucket. Love compound. Could you imagine if it was if you were in your van? <laughs> oh, imagine that. Fancy having opened the back doors of your van. Oh, no. What imagine buying that second hand. Anyway, whatever, what's everyone else been up to this week? Laughing at what you've been up to. Oh, no. oh, it was awful. It was really awful. Go on, then. Well, there's not. We're starting what, now. What, what, do you, what, what do you want to know? It was just everything. It was, it was just like Armageddon driving to work. <laughs> I had to, I had to pull over, and yeah, there was no toilet roll obviously in the van, so the J cloth got a good battering, <laughs> and then I just about made it to work. So uh, yeah, but apart from that, but I'm all good now. It's all right. I'm back on the beer now. Happy days. You haven't cleaned your lenses lately, have you? You didn't have <laughs> chips and fish, did you? <laughs> no. You're only belching all way now, aren't you, Molly? No, I, don't, I, I wouldn't do that. It's rude. Yeah, you've never done that. No. I'll take that back. Silly error. <sighs> I've been taking some images on my... I'll tell you, taking more images on my iPhone 7 recently <sighs> than I have actually on my, on my camera. Because it's so practical. Sits yeah. there in your pocket. So I do think actually that I do need to upgrade. Well, I think f- January or February is my two-year contract, and then twelve's out now. That, pardon? Twelve, isn't it? The latest one. Yeah, twelve's out. out now. Yeah, twelve Pro Max. I've got the eleven Pro Max, and it's I've got the eleven. I've got to say, it's excellent. I've, I've heard that the eleven is better than the twelve can't say for that but it's I'm I'm really happy with it the one thing I've seen on the 12 which I think looks brilliant is LiDAR so oh, it's LiDAR. Um, yeah. it, you no, can, you can no, no not quite you can you can map Jimmy um, you can map 3D <laughs> Jimmy's background what's the matter with my background taking a pee out of my tree <laughs> it's lovely I, thank you it's lovely it's my Twinkly Christmas tree. Ugh. Too early. You're, you're peaking too early. What's that Snakes. under your tree? Uh, it's a present for Barry Johnson. I'm saving oh. it for him. 
Barry, if, if you're watching, Barry, I've, I've kept it there reserved for you because you made a note last week that you were interested in it. And as you're a podcast viewer, I wanted to give you first refusal, clearly. So I've turned away at least four offers this week. So just let us know. It's already it's The box is there. It will come across whenever you want it. I'll make sure it's in time for Christmas. Not a problem. Just just drop us a note. All good, mate. Solid. Good. good. Well Solid. done, Barry. You love it. Anyway, back to LiDAR. <laughs> the the iPhone 12 has got this LiDAR thing in it, which is uh, it's basically you can map 3D objects and it will then provide a, a, an accurate representation of them. And you can, I don't know what you do with it, but it's exciting. <laughs> it's like so, Anno's, Gary. It's like, hey, it's cheating. Oh, I'm, I'm all for the I, I, got say, I don't know. I went there, didn't I? I have to say, I haven't taken a pano with this camera. Not well, one. I've taken more panos than you. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> taken one. <laughs> you are. I've taken one in the last <laughs> 10 years, that last week. What was the verdict, James, on that photo that you posted on Twitter? Um, For anybody that doesn't know, James posted a really nice pano of some woodland oh yeah so James was going to put that on his wall but I disagreed even though it was a lovely shot I think that your your shots in the mountains are for me far better I was behind so, what, what, you with that one well you actually was Still and Owen Clark actually Owen backed me up as well well he had to say this I'm probably I, I'm, I'm going to go for woodland shot really? I just think it's just yeah I just think it's got more character and it's more of an earthly feel yeah, more of a wooden effect. Yeah. So it'll, it'll blend in more. Woodland will do that. Wooden. And also, what I'm going I'm to go ahead, probably with Mally's recommendation, and get on uh, aluminium print. One sec, one sec. Yeah. I don't know if you can up. see. No. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. So that's the brush. That stuff. stands out if you look at, at, at an angle, yeah. So because it's brushed here, there, let's get a bit of light on it. That's silver birch, that's not silver birch. So the silver birch, oh, this is really, this is great. Look at this. <laughs> so the silver birch, because it's brushed aluminium, they mm. show through. Oh, yeah. very nice. See, for anybody mm. listening on the podcast, this is Sorry. total shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, for anyone watching, it's not great. No, no. <laughs> but it's just to emphasise about getting... Uh, contemporary, maybe thinking contemporary instead of a frame or a mount. I like a frame and a mount. Yeah, I do. And, and I know Darren does as well. You, you like mm. a good frame and a mount. But the, the, I, like, I like that aluminium. You, you'll, it'll yeah, suit it I well. I might go for that. I'm still in two minds, but we'll see. Maybe an orc frame. If, if you don't know, if you're not sure, it's mm. hard to make the leap, isn't it? And, yeah, and yeah. get it done it needs on to be something. Definite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas you kind of know where you're at with with normal paper and a and a and a, uh, a frame, so yeah. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna order some small prints, uh, six before prints. He's dead. Um, He's dead. <laughs> I had the song and everything. I was just small gonna... small prints. Small prints. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Purple <laughs> rain. Uh, got you. Got you. And gonna do that. You just test different papers. What a tip next time, James, be to choose the picture you want to put on your wall and then choose the paint first. Rather than and the then the dead celebrity. 
Yeah. Anyway, to moving on, this week. He wrote for the bangles, didn't he? He did, Manic Monday. Mm. Yeah, and Sinead O'Connor wrote Nothing Compares to You. He did. Nothing Compares. Yeah. 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 Multi-talented. Multi- 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 actually, Great Prince was yeah. quite underrated, actually, Prince. I didn't like his music. Did you, you not? Didn't. I didn't mind it. Oh, I love Prince music. Yeah. Mm. He released an album not long before he died, um, where it's just him playing piano and it's improvising. Wow. Really good. Really good. Wasn't he a, a backup singer for Colonel Abrahams I'm sure he was I've just killed that conversation <laughs> yeah moving on Colonel <laughs> I thought he made he did kid. Trapped Colonel Abrahams yeah that trapped. was what I was thinking yeah. of yeah. yeah that's the only song that I can yeah. I'm sure he did I'm sure Showing he was here, ladies and gentlemen. Trapped oh, we, yeah. well, we definitely are never heard of it yeah. Stop. Anyway, back to photography. Back to photography. There's a couple of things this week that I wanted to just discuss that we have been announced. The virtual photography show's back on in March. Yes. Oh. And they're also doing a full photography show, I think, in September. Yay! Oh, have they announced that? I believe so, yeah. So what's oh. happened to our money we paid? I don't well, know. I've not been brought it. forward, surely. Yeah, Is it, it gone? Or do we get a re, uh, do we get a ticket? I don't know. No, none of, us, none of us work for the photography show, so I can't answer that one. No, they what did money? say what, from the previous physical one that tickets would go forward. But oh, I yeah. was interested to know if anybody partook of the virtual one that went on a little while ago, because I heard nothing about it. Nobody posted saying, oh, this was really good, that was really good, so I'm getting the impression that none of it was. James watched it, didn't you? No, I didn't. I was going to, but I never did in the end. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was links on Twitter, but Wash I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> can see, fell off. Thing is, though, how many of us go to the photography show to to view any of the talks? I don't. No, uh, it's no, it's it's for networking, talks. meeting people for me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I just go in the vain hope that someone might recognise me and go, "Oh, I know you." <laughs> well, that happened. Bloke. That happened a lot, Gary. Do you know what? what? I tell you a story. I, I tell you a story, right? And this is before I did. This is this is before I did any vlogging. Someone said, um, "We I was at I was at Butlins. We were on a family holiday, and one of the redcoats. It was in fact two of the redcoats came over and went, we know you, we know you, don't we?'" And I'm like, "I don't don't think so. I'm not sure how you know me." Yeah, we do. We know you. Know you. you were on Britain's Got Talent, weren't you? <laughs> and I was like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, right now I'm." Susan Boyle. Now, at this point, I was thinking, oh, they think I'm Paul Potts, right? Yeah. And I went, do you think I'm Paul Potts, don't you? And they went, no, no, we don't think you're him. We think you're that. Do you remember there was this guy, This he was a postman, and he was a really, I mean, he was the ugliest bloke. He had, like, his eyes sort of drooped worse than mine really badly, and he was a singer, and he got into, like, the live semi. They thought it was him. I thought he was going to say Stavros Flatley. <laughs> Stavros Flatley. Yeah. Wasn't he who sang in a chicken voice? I've got... No, that was... Um, oh, what was that? That was Jimmy Osmond. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that, that was who they thought I was. A really ugly posty, so... Well, X-Factor, that. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no. This was on. This was Britain's Got Talent. This was some guy. Britain's Got Talent. If I can find a picture, I'll post it up for the people watching, and then you can all have a laugh afterwards about at your you know, expense. Yeah, at my expense. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Usual. So, so the other thing I was going to say has anyone seen Tom Heaton's Instagram story today? No, no. Really interesting. Uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube are now planning. Even so, if you're currently I have free content. Currently, if you are over uh, a thousand subscribers, you can monetize and you can have ads on your channel. YouTube are going to put ads on everyone's channel, and if you're under a thousand subscribers, they're going to get the revenue for it, and you have no control over any of the adverts. I'm surprised that that wasn't a thing anywhere. To be fair, that it's gone this long that YouTube wasn't. Does that apply on all formats? Because I know at the moment, if you watch via Chrome, I might be wrong here, then it's ad free, is it not? Well, I don't know. No? No. No? So why do I hear... Some are, yeah. Yeah. I hear it quite often. If you watch them ad free. They're using ad blockers or something, I think. Right. Mm. It's all to do with this subscription that they're charging for. <clears throat> they're actually make that they're trying to make it so uncomfortable for the viewer now that people say, Do you know what? I can't be dealing with these adverts anymore. I need to subscribe for that five or six pound a month. Mm. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, it's you're right. purely yeah, yeah. to, to it push the traffic yeah. over to their subscription, which I think is terrible, really, because they're not thinking about us as content creators who put so much time and effort in, and like Dave, Dave turned these adverts off, which was his choice you know and they're literally killing they're killing the, the creativity I think for I watched one of your videos James I don't know if you know but there's some there's a mid rolls. yeah there's a mid-roll ad there's no two and it was a real shame because I think Dave has touched on this as well you was doing a really nice piece of camera as you always do it was you know I was really engrossed really interesting and then just when you was going to show the picture, two Ash adverts Green. popped up. You are joking. The, the, no, Which no, no, one? The, the, it was one of your. It was one of your early. Well, two of your videos, but they was your earlier videos. So you might have ticked uh, the box to say not now, <clears throat> but your back catalogue. Ah, uh, right. I'm going to say because I've turned them off. I turned them yeah. off. So obviously yeah. not. It doesn't apply to all. No, no you have okay. to go back and do it retrospectively, right. as well. But I, w- I was saying earlier on about the about YouTube controlling the ads. I do get it. It's completely understandable. YouTube want to make money and they want to either make money from ads or they want to force you into a subscription model like Darren said. But the problem is if you're a small uh, creator, let's say that you are Bob Nobody and you've got a video out on landscape photography and you, you, your thumbnail's not great. It's not the most enticing, but you, you come across it and you think, oh, do you know what? I might watch a bit of this. I might have a little look. And then you've got a non-skippable 20-second ad at the start of it. You're just going to think, do you know what? Actually, I can't be asked. Yeah. And that's going to kill, you know, that's going to kill small creators to a point. Because bigger people, people will sit and wait, wait through the ads because they know them and they know that what they're going to get. Even if you've got five, six, seven hundred subscribers, you've built up a base so people know what to expect. But for new guys, unless they're really, really good... And they or they look really really good. A lot of people or a few people just can switch off before they even start. How much is it, by the way? How, How much, much is, is the service? I don't know. Is it ten pound a month? 
Is it? Is that what it is? I thought it was five, six pound a month, but I might have right. just made that up. Okay, so it's not a great amount of money. I no, just think that's people. That's the student are... discount version. It's it's about eleven, twelve quid a month. Oh, really? If you think wow. about it, YouTube YouTube have reached a critical mass where they now don't need new creators. If you think about it, I mean, the the the, the yardstick that they're using is Netflix, and so. They'll look at it and go, okay, so Netflix has got zero advertising and it's an entirely subscription-based model. And as a result of that, it's phenomenally successful. I mean, it's colossally successful because people will happily part with cold, hard cash to not watch bullshit. And YouTube have got to the point where there are sufficient creators there cranking out lots of content, keeping people glued to it. We all are. Whatever we say, we still watch a lot of it. And so... They kind of don't have a need for a lot of new people to come on board. Enough will still push through that advertising barrier to get up to a thousand subs and get to the point where they have some control. Um, so, happy days. At the end of the day, the alternative is you put your videos somewhere else and keep your fingers crossed that somebody will, will discover them. But they won't. So they've got a global monopoly and it is what it is. And whilst it's frustrating, it's immensely frustrating for people who are determined to hoover up 20 or 30 quid a month. Uh, for, for YouTube, it's, it's a completely hard-nosed business decision which anybody running a business of that ilk would take. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not disputing the fact. There we go. That's right. I'm not disputing the fact that it's, uh, it, it's, it was always coming, wasn't it? It's just yeah. I think it's going to be it's going to be harder now to to get watched if you're uh, just beginning than it I think was previously. What's, what's it funny is. about it is Netflix are looking to YouTube and YouTube are looking to Netflix because I'd read an article about how Netflix wanted to go more down the creator route, live creators and and having more live content on Netflix. And then YouTube are looking at Netflix for raising the game of having, we talked about cinematography last week, but there's a, the big thing I've just took from what Dave said and something Gavin Hardcastle posted uh, this week, where is the to go? Vimeo, mm, you got to pay to go on it and uh, I find the platform quite clunky. I think people will pay, I just think people will adapt. End of the day, we're pay, we're watching more stream television these days. It's, it's the in thing to pay on a subscription. I think yeah. over time, yeah, initially we'll be happy with it, but it's over time, calm down. But we've we've moved forward to a point in time where a lot of young households, that people that are fleeing the nest and setting up by themselves, aren't bothering to buy a TV license because they don't watch yeah, terrestrial exactly. TV. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, exactly. we've moved past that now. Yeah. yeah, go on. My 15-year-old daughter, my 15-year-old daughter, she's got a television upstairs. It's it's not plugged into anything at all. She just uses it as what? a smart TV or the internet, right. and she watches Netflix and YouTube that we've because we've got the, an yeah. Amazon Prime on Disney Plus, and that's it. She doesn't need yeah. it for for the TV, mm. for TV yeah. anymore. Exactly the same as my kids. You know, oldest one's 24, the others have just turned 20. They've never had, they never watched. The only time they watch a TV is if they come and watch it with us, which is very rare. Yeah. They've never won a TV. They never watch it. Yeah. So going back to, to YouTube then, genuine question, if you could only subscribe to YouTube or Netflix out of interest, you had to give up one, what would you, what would you give up? YouTube. 
Oh, I mean, I'd subscribe to YouTube. Yeah. I'd give up Netflix. Yeah. I yeah, would. same here. And I think that's the thing. I think if, if YouTube... Once the Crown around, series finished, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do think... But, I mean, the if, thing uh, about it YouTube is, though, that, said you, that YouTube you have is, to stay, is... Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I think if YouTube said that you have to pay a subscription, I think I would have to pay it. Yeah. I mm, would, because yeah. that's all I do. I, YouTube, yeah, for me, is probably 90% of my consumption mostly it will, it will become the norm I don't have Netflix I don't have Netflix YouTube is more Netflix. egalitarian YouTube is created by the audience so there's there's an infinite yeah. variety of stuff and colossal amounts of it even if new YouTubers are being slightly put off and so Netflix can only ever produce a certain amount of in-house stuff and regurgitate stuff from other sources mm. but I must admit, I mean, I've got no problem paying for it, to be honest. No problem at all, because it's, it's my entertainment. It, it, it's yeah. In the scheme of things, you're talking pennies per day. Yeah. And and then you can watch James's videos. Well, actually, you can just skip past them anyway. But no, but you can watch James's videos. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and not be distracted. i just point something out about a gentleman, uh, the art of photography. Um, oh, God, his name's just gone. Ted. Ted, who does the art of photography, did an artist series. He made a leap from being a content creator to actually producing a very high standard, high quality documentary series that is on um, uh, Amazon. So I do have Amazon um, TV because of Amazon Prime. So you get the mm. TV thrown mm. in with it. Yeah. Mm. And and there's, there's a lot of photography documentaries on Amazon Prime that are really interesting. But Ted Forbes, I really like the fact that that man, he talks really quick and you know, I've got a, a Hasselblad camera there and if you want to come along with me and see him, we're going to go have a trip today, we're going to go to Texas, we've been to Texas. And he does all this on YouTube, but then he makes these polished, beautiful artist series. And uh, I quite like the idea that YouTube is almost like training ground to make the leap to something uh, of yeah. a higher ilk. Cost. If, if if you want to find how to do something, where do you go? Mainly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and product um, reviews. Yeah. That's yeah. why I couldn't live without yeah. YouTube. After Google, YouTube is the second biggest search yeah. engine yeah. in the world. It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a shame, though, with this. You know, it, this. I know what you were saying, Dave, and I quite agree with you. Like for the for the, it's almost like pennies for for what you get. But if when you when you look at it, like you used to buy Photoshop, you can't do that anymore. That's a subscription. And I bought um, an accountancy software package, Sage. Uh, mm -hmm. I paid about four hundred quid for it. And then when they went over to make VAT digital, my software package um, wasn't designed for digital. So we had to get a new one, but that's a subscription now. You can't buy that anymore. And before you know where you are, all of these 10 quids here, these 20 quids there, yeah. these 15 pence there, you know, mm. they, they really add up before you know it. You're into the hundreds of pounds for, you know, things that you you could really go and buy or, do or a, you used to be able to get for free. Do I go, mm. do I go into the Marxist uh, idea that we own nothing? No. Do us? Do I go down no. there? No. We're going there, though. They do that, though. Software companies now. They there yeah, was a big thing. I was a, a regular on a forum of a golf game because I used to like playing on, online golf, and they would they were there was a big thing. All the all the people were kicking off saying, 
you know we want to we want to pay our 40 quid and have our game and that's it but the producer said well it's not financially feasible because there's only say x thousand of you want to buy the game you all drop 40 quid in one go that's it that's it then unless we make a new game but if we do a subscription model where you all pay six seven pound a month or more we've got that regular income from that x number of thousands from you for forever and or yeah. until you decide you don't want to play it anymore so we can do a little updates we can do little bits and pieces and and so in the long run in over say f- they're paid over five months if you like you've paid for that game and then you start making pure profit from what you would be making after that because you've already paid it so can see why companies go down the subscription model way route but it's uh I think it's frustrating when we're all on, we're all got YouTube for free. We have to watch a few adverts, but we essentially got it for free, and now it's like we, sorry, you're going to have to pay for it, possibly, mm. which they haven't got to yet. But that's just life, I guess, isn't it? Moving on. Yeah, and if if you if you want to join me membership, it starts at belting one ninety nine, and then we've got <laughs> it's happening at four ninety nine, and and Spawn Decking is top end. Uh, but what are they going to do with that? Because if everyone's paying, then membership, you're not going to pay a, a, a creator a membership fee when you're already paying for a subscription. I'm cutting that So that's going to go down, isn't it? Unless you really throw out really good content, I'm sure people will be willing to pay. Well, yes. Well, well you you know. yourself, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no. But that's no difference to say like Sky Sports, is it? I mean, Sky Sports... You pay every month for uh, for the actual package, but then like if a big boxing, you know, if a big fight comes on or so, then that's pay per view. Box office, so then you're, yeah. Well, they've done it with office, the cinema. I've got Apple TV, and they keep releasing films saying that it's a big cinema release, and you think, yeah, I'm sat in my living room, and I'm got to pay them twenty quid for two hours. Mm. Kiss me ass. The idea is you go to the cinema for the experience, for the big screen, the big sound. The actual popcorn, the event. You don't pay twenty quid for just press a button on Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, and they don't pause it while you go for a piss, though, do they? Well, that's part <laughs> of it, though, isn't it? You These know? things must work, otherwise they wouldn't keep doing it. Because people keep work, paying, yeah. but if you, people need work, to stop yeah. paying, that's yeah, no. Thing. But if you look at the Premier League, the Premier League have introduced or had introduced pay-per-view games on just top of the Sky packages, and shocking. no one, yeah, no one paid. That, so good. they've scrapped that oh, now. Good. It's gone back to being free because it, it's a model w- wasn't working. Yeah, but what this I'm saying is, is all these other ones must be working because they're not scrapping it, are they? It's still mm. happening. So. People's habits are changing, though, aren't they? You no longer see as many people venturing out to the pubs anymore. They just stay in and watch a lot of television. And so people, you know, companies are cashing in on that. The habits are changing, as simple as that. So should we talk about something to do with photography, do you reckon? Um James, you posted oh, yeah. a question. Uh, where is it? So you said, "Do you think that there is a folk, there is a focal point in the winning shot of the landscape photography of the year? If not, does it question the need for one?" So, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, the the win of the landscapes over the year, if I imagine it right, there's no clear focal point. It's just it's, it's a mass of trees and garlic isn't it it's a lovely mm. scene but to me there's nothing to fix your eye on but it still works and that's why it's 
were, and you're finding it as well, aren't you, Darren? Mm-hmm. So, for, for me, and, and I've done this recently as well, I'm sure you all have, when, you, when you've captured a, a woodland scene, it's basically of the whole uh, area around, you know, like a massive trees, but there's no real focal point. So the question yeah. is, do we really need a focal point? Because when, you, when you're first starting out a landscape photography, you're told you need a focal point, mid-ground, background. It's getting a bit too structured in my opinion, sort of thing. So I'm going to throw that question out to you. What do you think? Do you think there's a need well, for a focal point or not? You know me. I struggle uh, with focal points. I struggle with foreground. Um, not not um, because it's... I, I, I do it on purpose because I tend to get quite carried away. So I, I like a busy scene, as, as you all know. Um, so focal point is it's tough to answer, answer that question. Um, rules and what we should do suggests we should. But then I quite like adventuring around an image. I, I quite moving around an Look image. Look at an, an image as a whole. Yeah. Yes, and looking round it, and like a fine example of this is in Jamie's latest video where he's got a, an image that is two images in one, and your eye moves around the image and you go on a, a, a journey. So, do you need that? Maybe it depends what you're shooting. Could I throw something in? Mm. Firstly, woodland, I think, slightly different from most of the forms of photography in that way. You can be really very abstract with it, I think. But can light not be a focal point? So in that in that shot that on landscape image, yeah. of the year, <clears throat> is the light through the back not the focal point of the image? Yeah, and is, you're yeah. drawn into it. Mm. <coughs> but it's yeah. but it's also not necessarily the focal mm. point. What it's generating is that mood and atmosphere, isn't it? So is is that the key? You know, is that what the image is delivering to you? Is that feeling of mood and atmosphere and ethereal type feeling? So it doesn't necessarily need something for the eye to focus. When you're looking at it, you're just getting everything from that image, being mood and atmosphere. And yours are a lot like that, James, as well. I know a lot of yours are mountain images, but sometimes it's just the clouds. Mally, you do the same with the clouds, and it creates mood, it creates drama. It's not necessarily a clear focal point in there. Mm. You always want to create, a, oh, I said that you need to create a, an image where you've got uh, a part of the image where the eye rests to is mainly in this yeah. in that format actually that photograph there uh, that's the lighter area that's where the eye rests isn't it yeah so yeah you're probably you're right guy it, it, it is often the light a patch yeah. of light which becomes yeah. a focal point yeah because the, the, i'm looking at this image now and i'm not too sure if that would it would still be a beautiful image but i'm not too sure it would be as good if it, if there wasn't that focal point or that that area of light, just something, as you say, just for your eye to rest on. Because mm. once you've, once your eyes rested on that on that focal point, for want of a better word, then you can start to move around the image because there is so much in this image. Have really you took is. it across two pages? Have you took it across the spine? A, like a page, yeah, like a page and a quarter. Oh, dangerous on a cross page over. and a half. Does that work? Mm. Still works. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. It works okay. Well, yeah, I, I watched. Charlie, when he was analysing that on the on the landscape things, and he said the same thing about that garlic. And there is a there's a faint line through the garlic that leads you up to that area light at the back. So therefore, what you just said makes sense, doesn't it? Because in his mind, he was seeing that end of the path or yeah. the end of the garlic as the focal point. That's where the yeah. eye is leading to. 
Okay. So, oh no, are we agreeing me, that yeah, we I, do need a focal point? Well, I, I've got a couple of observations, if I may. First off, I think that people tend to uh, gravitate towards, they're known as rules, but suggestions perhaps would be a better expression. The people that I know that tend to gravitate towards these sort of things, like thirds and all the rest of it, uh, are looking for almost something formulaic on which to rest their photography so that they can tick a few boxes and feel that their inverted commas accomplished. And I think that when you get to the point where you have more confidence in yourself, you, you don't feel the need for sort of public acceptance, you can experiment more and, and create stuff that falls outside of those guidelines. You do need to understand them, there's no two ways about it, but I think that you do get to a point where you can play around with them a little bit. As a, as a practical example, I had a photograph in a competition which had absolutely nothing as a focal point at all. It was a beach scene at Newborough and it was a sunset but it was a it was a very wide shot from the beach itself that you couldn't see the island in it at all. It was just a sliver on the horizon. The, the camera club judge uh, was quite harsh about a couple of preceding images not having subject material. He came to mine and I was kind of highly placed and I was tempted to say, uh, excuse me, but where's the subject matter in this? You're a fucking hypocrite. Um, so, you know, I think the thing about it is that yeah, that was light. It was a sunset. You Clearly, you, you sort of gravitated towards the sunset, but it, it really had not much to go in for it other than that. And I, I don't think you do absolutely have to have a focal point in the same way you absolutely don't have to park if you do have a focal point on, on a third. Mm. I, I mean, you know, it, it's it, we I can think of images this very week that I've seen on Mally's latest video, on yours, Jamie, yours, James, you're putting out images that don't really conform. And yet, in some cases, I'm stopping the video, sitting back and going, well, I'll just look at this for a few minutes because it's beautiful. Mm. And, you know, that that's the long and short of it for me. I think mm. that if people cling to these rules and regulations, it stifles their creativity. I think, though... Mm. Yeah. Even if you, like, I think you're absolutely right, and I look at it now when I'm out taking a shot, and I very rarely, if ever, think of it in rule of thirds or think of it in, you know, this, that, and the other way, just go out now and take photos. But the common thread that tends to run through all of my photos once I've finished editing them is there's either a strong element in it or there's a strong contrast in it somewhere. And that contrast can, prove, can provide the focal point as much as an element can provide the focal point. What you're talking about with Jamie's, in particular, and in fact, and Manny's and James as well, where there isn't light, where there isn't a strong element providing a focal point or strong contrast providing a focal point, you've got lots of detail. You've got lots of patterns and detail and texture, and that's then the the point of the shot. So it's kind of, I think that you naturally, when you're doing it for a while, you naturally find something about the shot that's pleasing when you're taking it otherwise you wouldn't be taking it as an experienced photographer but what i was saying previously is when people talk about a, about a focal point i think it's more a focal area if it's not a strong yeah subject 
there's usually in a good shot a strong area so like James, James I mean the thing is for me James, James, James used a really good expression in his latest video where he talked about instinct and I, and I think that as you get more skilled at your craft instinct starts to become a bigger part of it yeah. and, and you don't need to adhere to yeah. the, the sort of rules that you started out with where you were learning your craft expressive yep. photography Mm. Expressive, uh, expressive photographer. It almost becomes the reactive is a dance, a dance in nature in the landscape. Ah, oh, you can't beat it. That Jamie's face in that video, that's reactive. <laughs> Honestly, you need you need a crowbar for get that smile back on. And James, you was the same. It was straight away, you was out of focus. The Right at the very beginning of the video, you looked like it was Christmas. And it was early hours, creeping... I didn't want to go home. Creeping down it, morning dark. You know, and it was just you out of focus at the beginning. I thought, this is going to be good, this. And excellent. And, And it's reactive, it's expressive expression your eye gets trained doesn't it through experience you know what works and you know what doesn't confidence it also comes back to what we talked about last time though where we talked about whether or not you take you you make images uh, to please other photographers or Joe Schmo yeah yeah you can get too hung up on the technical side of it you just need to let your creative side just run free really sometimes let's get better it gets better Mm. with time it's simple but yeah. yeah, accept that. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. Right, very good. Mm. Excellent. So we've we've kind of answered that question, have we? <laughs> yeah. David yeah. smashed its yeah. back doors in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. <laughs> well, right. Let's have a little, not a break, but let's discuss what we want to talk about next because we've got several things that I've got on the list. Photography legacy, Mally. Oh. Or, oh, that's a good one. Do you well, test a deep your, one, isn't it? Do you test your images on an audience? Another oh, one of yours, Mally. That's another good one. Well, yeah, you've written them. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Um, God, I must have been having an intellectual moment. What? Well, we got um, the best piece of advice you've received. James. Or I had another one, didn't I? If you had two willies... You just don't have time to play with your camera. <laughs> Use that one. Uh, you got two hands. No. So. <laughs> Handheld or tripod. <laughs> <laughs> I sure love your own jokes. I, I, I think do. it's that one. I, I definitely. You just have Shall to I do find, it. You'd have to find Shall someone to press the shutter for you. Yeah, go on then. Off you go. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's ladies, ladies watching this. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I tell you what, I've got a, a question. Go on then. If you had two willies, would you still have time to play with your camera? Or put it out to the floor? Hello? <laughs> This this question could Anyone? be it could be age related as well. <laughs> Why? 
Or you get well, you, you might be less in, you, you might be one. less interested in in your banjo when you get older. Yeah. I don't know. Let's ask Dave. Yeah, Dave, come on. Uh, well, speaking is the only one here who's actually got two willies. <laughs> <laughs> two cock grip. <laughs> Are we done with that yeah, one? Yeah, <laughs> you just you just play with your camera. You get, you very quickly get to the point where the camera is far more interested. Yeah, I think it true. would be fine as long as you find, can find someone else to press your shutter button. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all. Or remote. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you need to be Yeah. Anyway. Do you know on. what? Sorry, just I don't know why yeah. this has popped into my mind actually, but yeah. nothing nothing to do with Don't kill it, Darren. No, no, no. But if it was you, already dead. <laughs> someone was saying this, I was listening to something the other day. If you had your right hand missing you can't operate can't operate a camera there is no cameras out there that are designed for lefties you think you think about holding you think about hand holding hand holding a camera you hold it with your right hand whether you're left-handed or right-handed turn it upside down yeah but how are you going to look through the viewfinder and yeah, how are you going to press? You can't. And I, was, I thought Hello? Of that. Hello? Turn it upside down, James. Still same. Yeah, but it's a hell of a. Put it on a tripod and use a remote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but how do you put it on a tripod with one hand? <laughs> Balance. You know what? Right hand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh like that, but you'd if you got two right. dicks, you'd be all right. Yeah. What you do yeah. is you get them to do it Pincer. in the shop. They get them to put it on the tripod for you, and then you just leave it on there. Never take it do you know what? Right about about fifteen no about fifteen twenty years ago, I come up with this amazing invention for deaf people. Right? You are. And I thought to myself, do you know? And I, I was really serious. So I thought to myself, this is why has no one thought of this? Rather than having a telephone that rings have a telephone that just flashes so you know when someone's calling you. Oh, buzzes. But then I didn't see it. Because then I'm thinking, going, hello? Hello? That phone's flashing again. There's no one on the end of it. Hello? Hello? That's why that never took off. They do have phones that flash, though, and when they answer them, it's um, a little kind of transcript thing. Yeah, but this was going back, mate. This was going back 20 so years ago. I, I this reckon was... you was on something there. It could have been. Yeah, yeah it was on something. Yeah, glue. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you not know they train dogs to do sign language? Yeah, Labradors. <laughs> Labradoodles. <laughs> anyway, sorry, what was we talking about before I come up with deaf people and left-handed cameras? Two penises, to be honest with you. That's what we were talking oh, yeah. about before then. So thanks for coming in with the, with what you said, actually. Saved us. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the other question now. Yeah, great, great that, James. Thank you. What's the worst piece of equipment you've ever bought, photography-wise? 
I think we needed time to think about this. All right, okay, moving on. Forget that one then. (laughs) About three things in my bag upstairs. Um, Bags. Bags are the worst thing. Bags. You just buy bags. Bags and tripods. Yeah, tripod. What about eight? (laughs) (laughs) Eight tripods. I can't think. Mm -hmm. Worst thing. I think if we're talking in value then for me it's probably my drone I've used it but nowhere near enough to warrant the amount of money that I spent on it so I'm guessing for me it would probably be my drone but you in- intended to use it obviously more often than what yeah, you had. so what's yeah. changed then what so you, you uh, must have visualised you must have known why you were going to get a drone in the first place or? It, to be honest with you James it was, it was the weight well there was two things it was weight and perhaps annoyance to other fell walkers because when I bought it um, it was it was more intended for like the Lake District but then I, qu- I quickly realised yeah. that by the time you pack kind of like two or three lenses and it's quite heavy especially when you're loaded up with water and and you're walking up and then obviously my drone which is the, the, the Mavic Pro the Mark 1 even though that was really small for the time it still weighs a bit when you've got a few sp- uh, a few batteries thrown in as well. Plus, it's quite windy in the lakes as well. Yeah. So that would limit the use. That's one of the reasons I never got one. Plus, as you say, it's more bulk in my bag. I don't yeah. really need it. Yeah. I love mine. I love mine. I love. I do. It's a little spark, and uh, it's yeah. I, I just when I can get it out, I'll get it out. Boy, do we know that. <laughs> No. Three willies. I've had a, a, a spark. No, I've had a spark. I've had a Mavic Air. No, a Mavic Pro. And I've had the the um, Phantom Standard. Two of those. Two of those. Ma- you know the massive ones with the the really big ones. I've had two of those. Sent them all back at one point. Because you, I go out, and go out and I just don't want to use it. I'm like I'm gonna piss so many people off, like you know me, and I just when you're out on your own, fine, okay. Even then though, I, I think well, I don't know. I'll probably just I can't, there's very few instances where I think I'm gonna use it. Saying that, I want the new Mavic Mini, so you know. I'm just smiling at that when you told us about the lighthouse and the oh, people. Oh jeez, oh in the guest house. Honestly. That was the worst experience of my life. That what? was. Oh, I'm not going through that again. I've already. I've, I've said this <laughs> I before, haven't I? Yeah, you, you have. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's on par either. with. It's on par with the need in the poo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jamie? You just acquired a zone, a, a, a drone. So, a what do you think? Yeah, I, I, a drone in the zone. What do you think? In terms of whether I would not use it or use it, yeah. Or, yeah well, you no, just I, you just said uh, Darren just said uh, Gary Slayton him. How do you I, feel now? I, you feel really small, I, don't I, you? I like my little mini. <laughs> I do like my little mini, but uh, you can't use it on a windy day, so you yeah. just have to be careful when you get it out. <laughs> because I'm I, every time I've got it out, I've been petrified of it, just like crashing somewhere or, or I'm losing it. I've once I I was de- I was up at North Norfolk and I let it go out of my eyesight. And I crapped myself. I thought, where the hell is it? I could see it on the screen, but I didn't actually know where it is, where it was. And you start to panic and you start to press the 
go home button <laughs> quickly as possible to get it back. But I, um, yeah, I love it. It's a great little thing. I just don't get the chance to use it enough because I'm in woodland, and where I go in woodland, you're not allowed to use them. Yeah. So <laughs> I tend right. to. I'll tell you another story with my with my DJI Phantom. Before the before the whole incident at, at the lighthouse. I was out on the local field flying it around because I was going to do this sort of autumn. This is about, what, three autumns ago. I was going to do this autumn trees in my local park sort of vlog, as I think everyone's done at one point or another. And I took took the thing up and flew it past these trees. And I sort of, I wasn't really focusing on anything. I was just sort of, you know, I don't know if you ever get that when you've got your drone. You're just sort of like, mm, yeah, I can't, where is it? You're sort of looking up like, where is it? Where is it? I can't see where it is. When I look back down onto my camera screen, there was a woman waving at me. <laughs> And I'd missed her by about a foot. I'd almost like landed the drone on her head. And I was like, oh. she was like, she looked at, she all looked at the drone and she was going, hello. And I was like, quickly got it out, got it up and brought it back again and then sort of went. Probably in. thought you were an alien. I don't know. To zap her. The, um, that vlog never got released, needless to say. I sort of went in, I sort of got back in the car and drove off home as soon as I could after that one. But yeah, I don't know. Um, so you never considered a drone, James. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have one. Me, no, never, yeah. no, never. I, I, because I do a lot of Lakeland walks, I probably and it's that wind that's what's really put me off because I, I'd never get it out. I never use it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm happy with the B roll. I do that at the moment. So it's just that. The one thing that I would say about drones is I think they're really underused in vlogs. They're literally, I know yeah. this sounds ridiculous. It could be more creative. Yeah, they're literally mm. just used for top-down shots or sort of, you know, if I had, if I was going to use it properly, I'd be I'd be talking to my drone. Yes. You know, I'd have mm-hmm. it sort of hovering up here somewhere where I was talking to it or, you know, use much more of the following action and you've done that, Manny. Yeah, but... Obviously not memorable. So what I did... Go and watch it. It's quite funny. We were talking about watching your old vlogs. I did Park House and Chrome Hill, and uh, I sent the drone up to do a circle around me. Why I talked? Why, like you're saying, Gary, talking to the drone, but because of the noise, I mimed. <laughs> and then I did a voiceover. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. No one's ever noticed. Oh. <laughs> Which one was it? Parkhouse, well, we'll Crown Hill. Until and now. It's, it's, it's there going round and going, and there's, there's Parkhouse Hill and here. But I'm actually saying nothing at that point. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Miming. I bet that was good if anyone wandered past. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, at least not... if you're talking, they can understand what if you're going... <laughs> talking to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Arrest that man now. Yeah. Sheep looking at me. Yeah, Sheep Wars, that was. Ah, uh, yeah, wars. I remember that one. Oh, yeah, Is there a that. steeper hill in the Peak District than that bloody hill, though? <laughs> no, I don't. Honestly. I don't know. Oh, that is a steep hill. To that one up. you fell down? No, oh, no, that's Corf Castle. Man- oh. oh, oh, no, that was Mam's Tour. Man- no, I nearly fell down. <laughs> you fell down. Yeah, I nearly, <laughs> you can't remember. I nearly fell down the one at Corf Castle. That's a steep hill as well. But no, going up Park House, whichever hill it is. That you go up the one that's got the tree on it, that is a steep climb. That hill, it's not very much, but bloody hell, that's a steep yeah. climb. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Can I go off road for a second? Yep. Yeah. When you go out, say like 
Well, Dave, you're a little bit different because I know that you obviously you, you you filter your water. But you know, for for those guys that you know, myself included, when you go out for the day on the fells, or you're going to be out for a long time, how do you plan on how much water that you take with you? Because obviously, I mean, I drink quite a lot, and I know Mally. I watched one of your videos once, and bless you, you was almost dying because it was so hot, and you didn't have enough fluids with you. So how do you well how, how do you how do you plan? Oh, actually, I, I just want. Yeah, I did watch yours, James. Yeah, I, I don't plan. I just take the same amount of water, no matter what. Which is how much? Two liters. Uh, two liters, a liter, liter and a half, which isn't enough. No. But, uh, mm. More often than not, it's, it is enough, depending on the, on the conditions. Uh, but I've since improved that. But I've, you I've, have I've, run out before, haven't you, James? Yeah, I've once. I've seen you on a video saying <laughs> yeah, you'd run out in of summer, water. In summer, I run out of water. Well, I didn't. I um, I rushed myself till I got down to the my car, but it, it was, was that. Good. But I've since bought a, a little filter system, yeah, just in case. Sort of. I should have done that years ago. To be honest, yeah. yeah. But no, I don't plan. You see, I have a little trick with my water consumption. Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I don't want to talk about that, but I do. I do have a little okay. trick. I do have a little trick with mine, and that's basically don't walk anywhere. <laughs> if you don't go up any hills or walk any distance you don't really need that much water so you're alright yeah. so when, when we all, when we all <laughs> meet true. up and eventually do a, a pubcast fell walk does that mean that you're on a litter so we have to carry you like the Egyptians yeah <laughs> ooh there's an idea how'd you get that idea from love that <laughs> One of us will just have a water tank instead of a bar. Bowser. A water Bowser. Sorry, go on, mate. Sorry. I'm just thinking, uh, I've been out with James and, and I've often looked and thought, he's just having a drink of coffee. I've not seen, I've not seen him drink for four hours. And he's having, a, he's having a tiny cup of coffee and I've drank two litres of water. And he's like that. Sweating it out as well. <laughs> Just t- he doesn't wrestle like a camel. Yeah, I don't drink enough. No. I do get headaches at the end of the walk. I do get headaches, and that's I'm not surprised. Because what is it? Is it a liter of water equates to a kilo? Is that right in weight? Yeah, I think that's. I think so. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, a, a liter. Is one kilo, which is two point two pound. Yeah. Let's go along with that. Yeah. Hello. Lovely. Go on, sorry, go on. Has anybody else got any useless objects? Because <laughs> we've only got drones. I've got a so spare far. penis, so I should not do all that. <laughs> I can't really think. I, I, the only thing I would say was would be, and it's controversial, would be my seventeen to forty millimeter lens was probably the most useless yes. thing I bought for a lot of money because I, I I really didn't enjoy the the photography with it at all. Soft. It was soft, yeah, and I heard it soft. yeah, it was it was compared to the other lenses I had at the time, it was very soft. But also, just I didn't like the I didn't like the the the, the the aspects on it, you know, the, the 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 view you get, if you like, the the distortion. What? <laughs> <Spitting> <laughs> out, I, got, I was I, trying. I'm going to get out eventually. <laughs> 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 
Look, I'm on, listen, I'm on, the, coke, the, I'm on Coke Zero Cherry, all right? It's, the, <laughs> the words aren't flowing. Shall I, so. shall I rescue you with a, a kilo... Uh, a a litre of water <laughs> is worth a kilo, <laughs> kilo in weight, which is actually 2.2 pounds. Yeah, I'll tell you one of the things that I don't like. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> you no. start again, you like it. Oh dear. Has anyone else got anything? No, I just don't like the shots you get from wide angle lenses. I just, they're just, they don't, they're not my cup of tea. It is so now they got mice or something. What's going on? Yeah, he's picking his toes. I've got, I've got drawers with stuff in, and like, I don't want to eat ya, eat ya. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Tablet. Is that a tablet? I've got exactly the same. Yeah, oh, that's a good yeah, shout. Yeah, yeah I've got one of those. Shout. I used it. I used it quite a lot at first, but then found that it was. Uh, yeah. I, um, exactly the same. I just can't get those pens. Yeah, the Wacom. I've got myself a new look at that. Look at that beauty. Oh, that was nice. It's at the Starship Enterprise. Really? Nice. 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 Yeah, we're my Wacom tablet. Captain! Captain! Have you got some? Have you got one as well, Darren? Yeah. Tablet. Yeah. Yeah. Owen Clark convinced me to buy it. He uses his all the time. He said, "Oh, mate, once you get one, honestly, you'll you'll think, how did I ever d- edit without one?" And I really persevered, and I yeah. just yeah, it's all exactly. it's all right, but I, I it didn't blow me away, and I find that I'm better with a mouse. So it's time for me. I I want to be in and set up and at it, and I do move around a bit in the house with the laptop editing. And yeah. I just, I enjoyed using it, but then I found that I could just get the same results by using, see your Mac trackpad's quite nice anyway. And so mm. it, on the iPad's a bit different though. You can really get some nice close in detail, but then on, on this thing where you're like, you know. Mm, you still have to look down. Well, I, I yeah. You can be. You get you used to using yet. it. You get used to using it by looking at the screen, but it feels yeah. disconnected to me. I, I think don't. it's one of those things you really need to get used to, doesn't it? Because it's yeah. about the amount of pressure yeah. you apply as well, isn't it? You can apply more pressure, yeah. and you get I, more, more. I enjoy it. it. I enjoy yeah. using it, but uh, is it just? Yeah, uh, I'm. I, fight, I have a fight with it. I must admit, I can't imagine going back to using a trackpad for brush adjustments. I, I've got a tablet, uh, mm. but recently I bought an iPad Pro 12.9 with yeah. a pencil, and that is just awesome. exquisite. Yes. So I just whack my raw files into my synced folder. So I'll do all my radials and grads and all that sort of thing, yeah. and then just bob over to the iPad and get really detailed and get nitty gritty with it. And I love it. But prior to that, I was really happy with my my, uh, little Wacom. Perfectly good little tablet. And I can't imagine, uh, the (coughs) thing about the mouse or the trackpad is that when you're applying an adjustment, there's no pressure sensitivity, it's it's binary. Yes, you can change the flow setting. If you put the flow setting at 60%, it's 60% and that's it. Whereas with a tablet, you've got the creativity of uh, 
of, of pressure sensitivity. I mean, I'm coming from the standpoint of having, you know, I used to paint with oils, so I, I kind of enjoy that aspect to it when you when you're just finishing off an image. Yeah, it's so the, the iPad Pro Sorry. is amazing. The, the iPad Pro is amazing, but it's that seeing on top and 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 like you say, painting it right on the screen. Can I you just, sync your iPad as and use it as a tablet and still sync it with a monitor as well? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, no, yeah. what it is, no, what you do is you you create a collection in Lightroom and you yeah, chuck yeah. your RAWs into that collection which is synced. Yeah. And almost immediately they're available in Lightroom Mobile on your tablet. Yeah. So you're in effect working on the same file. Hmm. So you can chuck a radial on it on your main screen, but you can do brushwork on your tablet. Yeah. All your edits just bounce back and forward what I gave you're working a on your yeah. iPad. The iPad's amazing. I've it, tried it, I just I just I just couldn't get used to it. You know, I just think I'm setting my words to it as well. Tried it is difficult. I mean there's there's a learning curve, there's no two ways about it. But I, I think that as with a lot of things, once you get to the point where it becomes natural and normal you then wonder, oh, how did I manage without it? And yeah. and if someone took it off you, you'd fight them for it. Mm. Yeah, I think it is. Is that a lot of people used to say you will never use your mouse again if you once you use your tablet? But I just went straight back to the mouse. But it's perseverance, isn't it? You're right. You just well, need to it's funny, Jamie. It. It's funny you should say that. I stopped using the mouse about um, well, exactly seven years ago. I bought a, a 2013 MacBook Pro with a trackpad built in I've never used a mouse since not once yeah. Yeah. And, and when I have to fix something on Mrs G's laptop when she's having trouble with the accounts and I have to use her mouse it's really bizarre it's like what's, what's this lumpy thing separate from the device <laughs> this is wrong who invented this rubbish I bought an external trackpad for work they're, they're quite a bit bigger as well with a tap tick yeah you yeah. got one yeah, how good are they? Yeah, it's what I use every day. It's oh, just the magic Wonderful, trackpad. wonderful. Love it. I can't, I can't use them at all. I was getting Cannot problems with my fingers all. and my wrist down. I, was, I wasn't I was getting, what's it name? Um, Titanitis. I've got, <laughs> du I've got, du I've got Jupiter's. You're making up diseases. I've got Jupiter's. Titanitis, did you say? Titinitis. <laughs> titinitis. Mm. I've got I've got titinitis. I've got that. Yeah. You know it is. <laughs> Too many carry on film. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was go I was into some of them, but I, I, by the way I've got a different subject. Sorry. Titinitis. What about <laughs> No, we're talking about what because what is now second nature. And I'm sure all of us here use L brackets. But going no no, oh, right, wrong one. Anyway, I'm sure the majority of photographers out there use <laughs> L brackets, and those over time have become second nature to a lot of people. But I've in fact recently taken the L bracket off, mm. and I don't miss it at all. So I'm sort of like going back. You in wouldn't. Time. They're a waste of time. They're just so. It's bulky. like the emperor's new clothes L bracket. The only reason I bought an L bracket was so I could shoot panoramas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, and now I don't shoot panoramas, so I still got the L yeah. bracket. But yeah, L brackets. Oh, I love nice. my L bracket. It's just a cheap someone, bracket. Someone said to me, "Once yeah. you hit an L bracket, you won't go back." And I well, must admit, for me, that wrong. I would, I would struggle 
No. I would struggle with that, my old bracket. It, it was dead good when you dropped it. You, you did it in your last video. You just dropped it in the little collar and off you go. And yeah. it's like, it's just something It's just something you don't need again. It's going to end up it draw in yeah, cupboard. Man, man, I'd be worried about droop. Mine's up book. <coughs> worried about droop? Mm. Well, droop, with a, I've got droop. something for that. Maybe. I've got something for that. Yeah, yeah, a bit of ointment on it. Might help. Give it a rub before you. It'd be really tightening up that tripod, yeah, so you know. That's what she said. Well, the one thing, the one thing that mine does, which is good, is I can. The the camera's quite small, isn't it? The A seven R three is quite a small yeah. camera, and you it's find that your yeah. little finger drops underneath. Yeah. But if you have got this small rig bracket, it it sits with your with your finger on it, so actually it's quite good for that. But um, I don't really use it. I I'll, I'll keep it on. But the main reason I had an L bracket was because when you're shooting a panorama, you want it to be sat above the centre rather than down the side because you get that. So oh, the cool. reason you haven't taken it off is due to your little finger. Is that the only reason why it's still? There? No, I'm just used to having an L bracket now. So and it's just mm. ease of use. Clink, clink. You know, the the other thing is if I think about it as well, if you've got a shot lined up and it's lined up in in landscape orientation and you want to change to portrait orientation you've got to drop the thing down and move it round whereas with an L bracket you just go clunk, clunk in and there you are same same setup just in portrait orientation so it does have its and I know that you, you know, same amount of time no not really much uh, well you know. I find it less hassle so I don't and have I a problem with and I paid got, got 90, 90 quid for it so I want to get my bloody money's worth rather than leave it in the drawer <laughs> bloody hell 90 quid how much it's about quid? Not, yeah 80 or 90 quid I think it was what make is it Three-legged thing, want uh, yeah, eighty-nine ninety-nine for one with a peak design on built in the bottom. Mine's a I small thought, ring. You know it was what? forty-five quid. Mine was twenty quid. Mine was uh, nine. Uh, was it nineteen ninety-nine for me? D seven fifty. Here's a question: What is the best piece of advice regarding photography you've been given, and why? Who wants to go on that one? Well, for me, it was just look through your images, as in on the like the, a singular image when you're actually taking a photo. Because I was very much caught up in the moment of only focusing on the focal point, the, the main point of interest. You know, I I and I wasn't paying attention attention to all the edges and perhaps the clutter in the foreground or things like that. So. I think for me, the best piece of advice was just to slow down once you've taken the image or, or when you're composing the image, but once you've done that and you've shot it, just really slow down, look at it, make sure it's okay before you before you move on. I was in too much of a rush the whole time. Where was that advice from, Darren? Uh, just another photographer. Someone on YouTube. So. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking because I, I haven't actually had any bad advice from anybody at all. My advice has all come from YouTube, really. I've picked up any any tips and tricks and things to do and things not to do. A lot of that stuff's come from YouTube. Well, as, as so, I've said before, I'd, I'd like to go out. I know that we all kind of go out together, but I really, I really would like to go out and just shadow you as if you're... I, I'm, I'm a paying client. Because I just think I could learn so much from every one of you. I really do. Because when we go out together, you know, I go off and do my thing, you go off and do your thing. But 
everyone's got little 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 tips, little Nuance. tricks that they do, you know, and you just think, oh, you know, I just didn't think of that. That would be. I reckon we could all learn so much if we just watched others while they're taking an image. I think it's hard to single one one piece of advice. Nothing comes to mind. I think it's just amalgamation of lots of little snippets of advice I've picked up over the years. So it's hard to pinpoint one singular one. Um, I once was out with. Well, you a, see, quite I, I, a, I once. <laughs> I was once out with a once was out with a, with a, a good landscape photographer. And he just says, "Look for nature's lines," and that was it. At the end of the day, it's just all about balancing your image and looking for the weaving lines, the, the natural curves, and but that's it's a given, isn't it? We all do that anyway. So, go on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I I got seven quite good tips. <laughs> from several uh. videos but <laughs> no actually I, I got one really good tip from an extremely good photographer uh, in one of his presentations I think it was to On Landscapes oh, just... uh, and it was, it was Charlie Waite and oh. you know when Charlie Waite spends an hour on video and you can watch it on YouTube you'll put up with the adverts because it's worth watching and what he said, and it's something that I've regurgitated countless times to paying customers who think I invented it. I don't, I don't credit him. <laughs> but what he said was there's two words that are really crucial every time you take an image, and that is intention and attention. Everything in it has to, has, you have to have intent. an intent for every intent item to be to in attend. it. And you have to pay attention to every aspect of it. And that was it. And, and I, I watched that maybe three or four years ago, but... I can look back at my portfolio prior to taking that on board and subsequent to it, and, and I can see the improvement almost overnight. I, I was going to say, David, there's two people I've took advice off, apart from all you guys, in little bits here, little bits there, especially what Darren said about slowing down. I think James has told me to do that. You've all said one or two things to me over the, over the... It doesn't know. But uh, watching on on, land, on landscape, there was the Charlie um, talk and the Mark Littlejohn talk, and in, in both, oh yeah, Mark Littlejohn. In both of them, I, there's many a night. There's nothing on or nothing. To, I'll put. I'll just watch it again, and I'll, I'll watch it again, and I'll get something that I didn't get the first time or <laughs> an erection. Uh, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll come from. I'll kill it. What the, that was like. Wow. What the? Willie's on your mind here, again. <laughs> what have you done, Jim? I don't know. You've been planting him with one of them. Uh, uh, the Matt Little John talk, where it, a lot of it's handheld, <laughs> and for some. <laughs> <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, that a hint? Sorry, carry on, go on. Barrel. <laughs> Get down. He's saving his, he's saving his horny already. No, no, do you know what? I've just had a real panic on because I, I can't <laughs> see it recording. It is recording. Sorry. 
Yeah. I didn't think you'd notice. <laughs> He's noticed. Maddie, start, <laughs> start again. And I'll, I'll Sorry. Forget I said anything, because that's gone down a path we shouldn't have sent it down. So just start again. Go on. <laughs> we? Who's this we? Oh, well, I sent it down <laughs> yeah. a path. It's gone down a dark down. tunnel. <laughs> Go on then, what were you... Sorry. Oh, no. Hang on, just let me look like I'm interested. <laughs> no, it's not like someone will be a bum. <laughs> Take it out, that anal, that anal bro. Right. Go on, mate. <laughs> on landscape with oh, yeah. um, Charlie Way and Matt Littlejohn, they did a. Uh, uh, so, some talks little John well Ooh. we actually saw a talk didn't we James at the Northern Photography Show where we saw um, oh god we saw Mark Little John at the photography show yeah but oh what was the talk by Terry Terry Abrams oh Terry Abrams yeah yeah Life on the Mountain Life on the Mountain yeah I got quite Life a bit from that Life on the Mountain I, I just uh, the uh, I was talking about this today. <laughs> oh my god, he's gone to pieces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget it. Forget you it. were. You were, yeah. I was on about like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to edit Good. this? Hang on, Flo. <laughs> I can't get your willy out my head. I mean, <laughs> what you said. <laughs> anyway, so 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 Mark Little John then. Yeah, what about you, Little John? Let's just finish. If we could just finish this bit, we could just finish this bit. I've got something I can edit, and we can wrap just it up. Just watch. Just okay. Just watch on landscape with Matt Little John and Charlie. Well, There's so right. much to Good night off it. Done. Well, it's been great. It's been good. <laughs> attend, attend, and attend. Intend and attend. Attention and intention. But Matt, in, Matt Intention and attention. Um, yeah, that, intend, yeah. Yeah, attention, attention. Yeah, intend. Anyway, we've got plenty of material for the Christmas blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh. oh. X-rated version. Matt Little John, Manny. Yes. Matt. Matt Little John. It's just a very inspirational Have start. you ever seen a talk by Terry Abrams, by any chance? No, the uh, Life on tracked. a Mountain. Life on a Mountain? Is that the Northern Photography Show? Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. yes. I've heard that was quite good. <laughs> very good. Inspirational. It's just finished. It's just finished Helvellyn, I believe. No. Yeah. 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 Who has? Yeah. Terry um, Abraham. Terry Abraham. Did he have seven Smurfs? <laughs> I know who you mean as well. <laughs> He's a small guy. But... Smurfs. Yeah, Abraham. Father Abraham. That's him. <laughs> He's got the blues. <laughs> Sorry, Terry. <laughs> Give it up. There's a Smurf somewhere as well. Just. <laughs> got no chance of editing this. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Don't edit it. 
Yeah, there you go. Just, just put it in. Oh well, I've got a piece of advice that, 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 that stuck with me is stop taking photographs with this and start taking photographs with this. Oh, yeah. that. that was a brilliant a piece of advice, that was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> with that, that's it. Thanks for watching. Um, we'll see you all next week. I'm going to qu- quickly finish otherwise we could end up you know just getting arrested posting some more smut so um thanks very much for watching and we'll see you all next week goodbye there you go bye